Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about a human being, 29 years old, that was shot and killed with his six-year-old daughter, broad daylight, New York City, New York, in the Bronx, and it's all on camera. That's going to be today's conversation. We have the footage. We're going to play it shortly. It's graphic. It's sad. It's disturbing. You can almost forget that people understand that other people are real human beings. Broad daylight with his daughter. Wow. The video footage is maybe like um, 30 seconds long, right? So I'm going to play the video now. If you're sensitive, like you should be, um, it's graphic. So please fast forward the video like 30 seconds and then we come back. We have a conversation, right? So I'm going to play the video now. And we're back. And we're back. And we are back. Rest in peace to Mr. Robinson that lost his life. Shot down human being on camera with his daughter. We don't know the circumstances. He was a human. He's no longer with us. This is black life. What we just watched on the video. This is black life in America. On this podcast. I subscribe to the viewpoint. That black people. Shooting black people. Is as American. As apple pie. 87 shot in Chicago. 4th of July weekend. You see how they just roll off my tongue? 87 people were shot in Chicago. 11 shot in Atlanta. 4th of July weekend. In the city of Detroit. My city. Since June the 15th. 12 people have died. Been shot on the interstate. On the freeway, on the expressway, shot on the freeway. How can you get shot on the freeway? Easy. Guys are putting guns out of the window, even though the vehicle is traveling 65, 70 miles an hour, and they're shooting into other vehicles. How many were shot in the city of Detroit, 4th of July weekend? I couldn't tell you. Not the whole weekend. But Sunday... 10 were shot Sunday. 
just that one day alone, 10 were shot. Mainly all around the same area. But this is black life in America. So why are you marching? Why, why are you marching? Because the police, huh? Okay. Police is a problem? Okay. The New York Post. Man shot dead in Bronx while walking with six-year-old daughter. This is the article, right? So this is the article that's associated with that disgrace that we just seen on the video. This is the article associated with it. Surveillance footage captured the moment a man was fatally shot while crossing the Bronx Street, hand in hand with his six-year-old daughter. The clip, tweeted by Rodney Harrison, the NYPD's chief of detectives, opens with Robinson approaching the intersection at Sheridan Avenue and East 170th Street in Mount Eden around 5.50 p.m. Sunday. With his young daughter's left hand in his right hand, Robinson, 29 years old, stops at the crosswalk to eye a dark sedan slowing next to them, appearing to check whether the driver was turning into their path. But the driver continued to roll along next to the father and daughter as they crossed Sheridan Avenue, the video shows. He didn't recognize that car, man. He didn't recognize the car. He didn't look. He didn't seem to look inside the car where he could either recognize that shooter, man. He couldn't, you know, um, he just didn't recognize it, man. The shooter then sticks a handgun out of the passenger's window and opens fire, striking Robinson in the chest. As Robinson crumbles to the pavement, his terrified daughter takes off running down Sheridan Avenue, apparently unarmed, the footage shows. Um, you know, the sad thing about it when you're from the neighborhood, you know, this subculture, right? This black culture is so violent to an extent that we have to always find the good in anything. So we have to say, okay, well, at least he didn't shoot the father and daughter, right? And then you have to look and say, well, well damn, man, I mean, what kind of life was the father living? Because, you know, when you're from the neighborhood, right? I'm from the neighborhood. Somebody was shot down broad daylight with their daughter. You say, man, what's, what was he into? Was he in the street that hard that they came at dude like that? Right? It just, this is what you think of first. See, listen. When you're from the neighborhood, to keep sanity... When somebody is shot and killed, which always normally happens, you have to get the backstory on what happened. Because the importance of that backstory, the, the surrounding events that led up to a shooting, we have to get that backstory to keep our sanity. Because we kind of figure out a way to blame a victim when you're in the neighborhood. So if the car get broken into, we say, oh, you should have got this alarm system, that alarm system. If a young lady is groped, you say, oh, you shouldn't wear that dress. You know how dudes is. You shouldn't wear that dress that short. You should have wore a longer dress. Right? If um, if someone is shot and they say, oh, well, he was selling dope. He was in drugs. 
we say, oh, see, it won't happen to us. We're not into drugs. If somebody gets shot by being gang related, say, oh, it won't happen to us. See, we're not in the gang. We we see we kind of do this to get the backstory so we can keep our sanity and say, well, I'm not into the activity. I can avoid it. Right? Oh, such and such got shot. What did he do? Oh, he slept with such and such baby mom, and then they. Oh, see, I don't bother nobody, baby mom. I don't bother nobody, wife. I'm gonna be okay. And then what typically happens is that you reassure yourself, but you got brothers living in the world, cousins, friends, uncle, your dads. See, you have so many. See, everybody can't dodge, but it's black life. I'm going to continue with the article. It says that his murder was one of eight across the city on a bloody 4th of July weekend. His shooting one of at least 49. His shooting one of at least 49 human beings. What you marching for again? Who you out there marching for? The police? The police is the problem? We're going to stop police brutality. We're going to walk off the soles of our feet because we're stopping police brutality. And we should. We should. I, w- I want you to follow me on this though, right? I want you to follow me on this. It's like I have a business. I'm a business owner. I'm in customer service and retail. Right, And in my business, I'm looking at the financial reports every month. I'm the CEO. And my best friend is the COO. And he's bringing me these financial reports every month. And when I look at these reports, we're noticing in the business, we're losing $5,000 a month. Right? Due to theft. due to theft by employees. And then we're losing an additional $500 a month because we have some customers that's coming in and they're stealing too. Right? So in this business, me and my business partner, we're going through the books, right? We're going over the financial statements and we're noticing that, yo, we're losing $5,500 a month in our business due to theft right but again five thousand dollars is being took by the employees and five hundred is being taken by the customers that's coming in being that i'm a smart businessman and i don't have to be that smart the biggest problem that i have is employee stealing People that's underneath my same roof, that I see every day, that I hang out with every day, that I interact with every day, that I have conversations with every day. I'm losing $5,000 a month from them. But you know, during the investigation, I called in some specialists and the specialists told us that don't worry about the $5,000 of theft that we're losing from our employees. We need to focus on the $500 a month that we're losing 
from customers coming in and stealing things. This is what we taught. Right? How long you think I'm going to be able to sustain a business if I'm focusing on someone stealing the 500 bucks and not the 5000 Being that I'm in business, I fire this so-called specialist and I focus on me and my business partner, the employees that's stealing $5,000 a month from us. Retooling, re-education, some discipline tactics, some need to be fired, but we have to stop the leak of this five grand leaving out of our hands. Because if we can't control the customers, we can control the people that we in constant contact with every day. This, my brothers and sisters, is how I feel about black on black crime and police brutality in the black neighborhood. See, I won't let nobody pull me out the streets and allow me to chase someone that's stealing the $500 from me, bro. I just won't let it happen. Because I see that the bigger problem is the $5,000 that we're losing every month. The black-on-black crime is the biggest problem. I'm not going to let nobody tell me that black-on-black crime is a myth. Because when I went to the corner store, they got a bulletproof glass in the corner store on every convenience store in the neighborhood. They put bulletproof glasses in the taxi cabs. In the Coney Islands in Detroit. In the McDonald's. In the Burger Kings. In the KFC's in Detroit. Nobody is underneath the impression. That black on black crime is a fake construct bro. We're not investing in bulletproof glasses. In these businesses in the inner city. For nothing. What are we going to do though? We didn't put metal detectors in all the high schools in the inner city. We didn't bulletproof everything in the inner city. Now what? Now what? Now what? <sighs> there was a crime stomper number, right? New York Post, bottom of the article. If you know who shot the individual, give us a call. And you know what? The way the neighborhood works, we know the guy that shot. That guy, Mr. Robinson, that lost his life with his daughter. He wasn't even from that area. He was from Brooklyn. He was in the Bronx where he was killed at. And somebody from the neighborhood know who shot him. They just won't say nothing. They won't say nothing. If it's a police officer, though, they got it all on footage. They run up to the car. They want the badge number. They want everything. But see, when someone shoot that look like them, oh, it's not my business all of a sudden. I, I don't want to get involved in that. I'm not going to say nothing about that. We're not going to get no protests about this shooting. We're not going to get a march about this shooting. But you know what? 
We're holding on to these people in this subculture, man. We got to let them go. We got to let them. Everybody can't go where we're going as black Americans, man. That means some of our cousins ain't going to be able to make it, bro. Our brothers ain't going to be able to make it, man. That subculture mentality is literally killing us, man. Keeping it real was the worst phrase that could have ever hit the hood, man. Keeping it real. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. I get it what you guys say, man. This is a big weekend, man. Peace, man. Just something to think about, family. Peace.